0: the Saturday
1: Friends Club. Hello everyone and welcome to the Saturday Friends Club. This is once again your uh, home for talking about old stuff that you enjoyed <laughs> when you grew up. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I mean...
2: just gonna say, whaling is old stuff? <laughs> God,
1: God damn it. pretty. <laughs> That's pre-show.
2: That's silly pre-show oh, discussion. Boy. We are not whaling on this on this <laughs> we, episode. We are not responsible for the deaths of any whales on this podcast.
3: However, we cannot take responsibility for the death of all appliances.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah Why so, are you going to be such a downer and pick this movie? I, I didn't know. I wasn't the one who picked it. I was the no, one who picked no, I mean, it.
1: No, I'm, I'm talking in general. No. Oh, okay. Well, we needed to wrap up uh, Half-A-Wayne. Oh yeah, yeah, you know because we've we've Fu- done unsolved mysteries. We've done it. Uh, we did Animorphs, which is kind of like the weird <laughs> fill in between. Wait, that's like a special. Yeah, no, yeah. It,
2: I think is it uh, when or when is technically Volpurgus knocked because that is like basically half a I have n- I've never even heard of that thing oh, okay. in my life.
1: It's a German thing. It yeah. sounds German. German. It sounds thing. like
2: something Eric would know. Oh no, like my uh like <laughs> back in back in college we had we totally had like a, a Halloween dress up like Walpurgis knock party in the like in the middle of June. It was great. Of course you did it was it was it was cool it was just like everyone gear helping customs out it's, it's june
4: eric you needed to have been born in a different century uh
2: i'm know. actually pretty good with this one i'm i'm <laughs> i'm fine with technology and medicine and yeah he he i think he's fine That's the entire
1: thing of just like oh we just need to get rid of more of your blood to get rid of this illness he's not fine with i'm
2: also like yeah not cool with you just like Living like living in filth, and you probably have syphilis, and you're probably gonna, and like you're probably gonna die from some horrible disease. But what? Or,
3: but what if you were an aristocrat?
2: Uh, he, but then again, syphilis, and then you might like take a, you might take a, like a musket ball to the face or something. Oh, that arm looks pretty also bad. Rich, Let me get my axe. Yeah, rich, <laughs>
4: rich people tended to get gout.
2: Yeah, gout yeah, or true. like I'm just sitting there like doing cocaine from a snuff box like oh i don't know why i'm not getting any better <laughs> you want a hit of this so yes uh i am josh uh
1: around the table we have eric uh yeah uh we have martin Shloop. sabrina's here so and, and red's here and he's uh, sitting my lap i know he's being such a good kitty right now we'll see how long that is until he starts clawing something or vomiting yeah so or both Uh, Yes, show cat. Uh, But yes, we are here, and as we've alluded to, uh, today's episode is going to be the Brave Little Toaster. Um, You know what? We didn't even talk about pre-show discussion, so I'm going to take one right off the top of my head. All right. Uh, Take one for the team. What things did you have in your childhood bedroom that you cherished? So, I will start while I let you guys
2: think this through. Do they have to be like a... a
1: if they could be appliances, if they could be things that you plugged I mean, since this is Brave Little Toaster and everything was plugged in, I would prefer them to be plugged in. I had an aquarium shaped like a gumball machine.
3: Okay. That's that was pretty,
1: pretty cool. fun. I had I had goldfish that I never fed that were inside of that goldfish bowl, but it looked really neat and it glue in the middle of the night. It glue. It glue. Okay. It done it done the glowids. <laughs> okay. Um I can't think, besides video game systems and, like, my original NES, trying to think if there's much, and my Sega Genesis, very important, um, yeah, uh, I can't think of too much that was super memorable in my room, I just remember that, that goldfish gumball machine
2: was there. Yeah, aside from computer, um, I remember I had, like, a nightlight that was, like, this is why I'm, like, real little, obviously, but it was, like, a little nightlight, and it was plugged in, I don't know how it would translate to this show, but... It was like a base, and it was, and it then it was like a glass bear, it looked kind of like a gum, like a giant glass gummy bear, and it had like some colored elements to it, and like you sat that atop this like stand, and it lit itself from underneath, so it was like a glowing gummy bear, and that was like my nightlight when I was like two or three, and I had like I don't know, I did just like sat around, and I remember like pulling out of a drawer at some point, and like oh, it's this thing, let me take a hammer to it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember what I'm sure I threw it away, but I don't remember what
3: happened to it. I also had a nightlight because I um I shared my room with my brother growing up most of the time, so it didn't have a lot of space for, for me. So uh, I had this uh, this little nightlight that was also a uh, alarm, and uh, it would blare loudly in the morning at six <laughs> o'clock reminding <laughs> like, me that I needed to go to marching band.
2: I like this. That's your cherished possession. Like I remember that thing that like kept me up all night, and then we'd be like, wake up in the morning. I just. I mean, the rest of the stuff that I, I had, I, I have
3: Legos, and I built some Lego starships that I really oh, yeah. cherished, but those don't, those don't really count as appliances, and I didn't, I actually personally didn't have a lot of stuff growing up, because my brother mostly took all of my stuff. <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> sad,
1: sad You poor, poor baby. You, you, you poor summer child. It's
3: why I have to
2: compensate oh, for buying
3: ch- lots of appliances now.
2: Oh, sweet child of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on my wayward son.
3: Carry on my
0: wayward son. Great. Now
2: we have God, to pay Kansas. No. Or who was Kansas, it? Kansas, <laughs> yes, Kansas.
1: Kansas. Okay. Yep. Sorry. Great. Uh, um, Sabrina, what did you have?
4: I don't know. My parents didn't really put appliances in my bedroom. <laughs> I grew
2: up. I had the dishwasher in my bedroom. I
4: mean, the only okay. I don't even know if this really counts because, like I said, this thing was only in my bedroom when I was a baby, and then when I got older, it would end up like either in like the living room or something. But I still have it. It's
2: like twenty questions.
4: It's basically, it looks like an oil lamp, but it was changed into a, a regular bulb lamp.
2: Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
4: and I, s- actually, we still have it in our bedroom right now. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's nice,
1: it's got a little turny dial, so it's like, I want more light, less light.
4: Yeah, and it's got a little hat, so the light isn't, like, all over the place, it sits right on top of the glass. Little... You
2: stay down, light. I've seen, yeah, oh, I've seen those, like, my my grandparents' house had a bunch of lights like that, and mm-hmm. one of them was, like... From the ceiling on a chain, like and remember that was like they brought that from their r- original house, like in on the East Coast. And that was like the, like the one home furnishing they moved with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I'm, t- I'm also trying to think if we expanded this out. Was there anything else like? Anything else in your house growing up that was an appliance or like that was plugged in that you particularly
2: cherish? I can't think. Okay, of-
4: yeah, cause yes, because we focus on this This is like children.
2: the ce- one of the central like I I think this just adds to the tragedy of this story, which is that these appliances think they're super important, but like like I don't remember ever giving a shit about my toaster. No, maybe or- the, maybe the electric blanket has the closest claim, or like the vacuum cleaner. That's like when your parents like go vacuum the floor like oh fine mom and then you vacuum it and then like the vacuum's like the master's touching me i'm running now and so it's like I, I think this is just more sadness in this movie that these appliances are like no you're like a shitty vacuum cleaner from the 60s guy yeah, if somebody yeah. was like
1: oh here's your radio it's be like it doesn't play my it doesn't does it it only plays john Lovitz.
2: <laughs> i guess it only plays oh. the critic <laughs> It stinks.
1: Well, if it played The Critic, I'd have it constantly. Yeah, go.
2: Hello? That's say, okay, if you do know where to find a John Lovitz radio, Josh would like to buy it from you. If it only connected to John Lovitz, if I could hear him all, just, la, well, la, la, I'm, la, I'm la. on this radio now? Oh. Well,
1: I
3: sure hate Andy. La, 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 la. Okay, oh, so I will say this, Sadness. Though. I will say this, though. Um... While this doesn't concern me specifically, my grandma has this little sony radio that she bought when she came to visit us uh, for the first time here in the United States because my parents have uh, my my family's from Argentina the old and, country the old country and so I went back to visit her not too long ago, and she still had this radio and she uh she says that you know some of the nights when she was alone and you know her husband passed away some time ago, so she pretty much lives alone uh the radio was one of her only companions that she had you know, being there. And it was kind of, like, Aww. very endearing and sweet. And when um, I remember while I was down there, we misplaced some batteries for the radio, and I was like, oh, no. I, like, I went on this epic epic journey to go and find new batteries that fit for this, a, like, antiquated Sony radio for my oh. grandma, just so that she had ha- have something that connects her not only to, uh, of course, um, you know, us in some, like, little tangential way, but also something that, you know, continuously accompanies her and even as she's gotten newer appliances and TVs and things like that, it's just like that she still uses that radio every single day. Right. Yeah. So my
4: grandparents still have their eight track (laughs) player.
2: Awesome. Wow. (laughs) Well how else because Sabrina, how else are you gonna listen to your like your bread tapes?
4: Well no so they have they have a record the old school record player they still have their 8 track and then of course she does have stuff that plays CDs I think but it's just it's just hilarious that she still even bothers with the 8 track you know i just find it hilarious that they have that still but it's like i don't know it's fun to play with you
2: could that you should tell them you could sell that to a lot, for like a lot of money to like some <laughs> just real hipster. hipsters yeah well they live they in wanna... the
4: country so i don't think there's too many hipsters out there because that's just a little too hipster i don't know but that's mm. pretty
2: that's like if you want to go super hardcore and you're like sampling eight tracks Just making eight track mixtapes. All you do is just line the driveway with IPAs. They'll come. Yeah, it's just Uh, not true.
4: No, thank you. I do not want to waste my money on IPAs. Okay, I will not do that.
3: Hallelujah.
2: Yeah, I know. I agree with Sabrina. I do like the idea of also just like I don't want to meet anyone who would drink floor beer. (laughs) Yeah.
4: Oh, these have
1: Cascade hops. I like them a lot.
2: Hold on the, the Simbarist CD has come out the new the new the radio tool head like <laughs> is like out now i do feel the need to um put a little disclaimer here um, the views of the
3: individual podcasts do not necessarily represent the views of the Saturday Friends Club about the uh, preferences and um, quality of certain beers.
2: I love that this is the, I love this, this th- is the breaking point. Yes this is the <laughs> We point. don't want to offend a big IPA. <laughs> we, we, we've
1: talked about religion and we've talked about politics in well, here several times. About, we've talked
2: about religion, politics, sex and drugs all at <laughs> various points and this is the sticking point. I have This is where we need to apply the disclaimer.
3: I think we could only
2: generate more controversy by having a discussion on what is art. (laughs) Oh,
4: boy. Uh, Let's let's not go The
2: most discussed subject in human history. Sonic. Yes, that would be... That, definitely. I mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Oh, absolutely. Next month. Um,
1: (laughs) All right, well, uh, as we mentioned, this week's episode is brought to you by me. Uh, <laughs> Brought to you by Josh. Yes, because you um, made this movie, right? I, absolutely. It was well. This movie was one of those that was like, okay, I recall watching Brave Little Toaster, my childhood. Definitely. I remembered seeing it several times. Yet, for the life of me, could not recall damn near anything about it. I yeah. I remembered it was frightening at times. I remember it was a, a voyage movie. And
2: that's about it. Like, I sincerely... Every ounce of it left my skull. I, like... I never saw it. This is, like, I saw it for the first time for this podcast, and it was a trip. But I think I remember... I was aware that this movie existed, but I was like... I, I'm sure I was like, brave little toaster. That sounds dumb. Little do I know, like, this movie is horrifying.
3: Yeah, I remember seeing this uh, movie as a child, too, and just how... All made me feel. All the feels, especially, that just... Blast, especially,
2: especially like, blast terror blast. and loathing?
3: No, just just sadness and kind of it's, almost abandonment. I, it's a
2: real bummer of a movie. It I is re- a bummer yeah. of a movie. Jeez.
4: I, I remembered all of it, surprisingly. Like, there was, like, one small... Like, I got some of the stuff confused, like, what when they happened during the movie. Right. But when I was rewatching it, when I was trying to guess what was happening next. But, no, I was surprised. I remembered almost everything from this movie from when i was a kid
1: all right well let's go ahead and get into it let's have some fun because uh, our topic for today is going to be the brave little toaster Get ready to plug into
3: adventure. That yes. was actually
1: the tagline
3: of the movie. <laughs> so, so I do want to make a little side note here. David Newman, the um, the, the musical producer for this. Is Newman. Just... Newman. Oh, shut the... <laughs> Newman. Newman, yes. Yes. Uh, he it is, does a Jerry. fantastic job with, oh, the, yeah. with yeah. the track on this. Just, oh, God,
2: love it. Uh, I, the, the orchestral... S- section? Yeah, the orchestral okay. tracks. Yeah. Some of the musical numbers I thought did not did not land, but the orchestral <laughs> Yeah, no, nice.
3: yeah, that's that's yeah, the 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 orchestral track just the way in which you have the interplay between the strings and the winds, oh, just it's yeah, yeah. good. It. So, let's see. The Brave Little Toaster is a 1987
1: American animated comedy film adapted from the comedy. Name, yeah, uh, it says I'm reading Wikipedia. I guess, but like there was nothing funny in this movie. Was, Let him
3: read the damn article.
1: <sighs> Adapted from the 1980 novel The Brave Little Toaster, colon, a bedtime story for small appliances by Thomas M. Deich. That blew my mind. I did not realize this was a book. <laughs> uh, directed by Jerry the film the film is set in a world where household appliances and other electronics come to life, pretending to be lifeless in the presence of humans. The story focuses on five appliances, a toaster, a gooseneck lamp, an electric blanket, a radio, and a vacuum cleaner who go on a quest to search for their original owner. And who all of whom are just total dicks. At the, the beginning of the movie, they are in, insufferable.
2: Yeah. I would argue they're insufferable throughout. Like, jeez. Uh, like the, the number of times the characters fight. And it's like, you guys are animated appliances. Like, Get it together. So, yeah, this is...
1: This is, uh, it's, it's hard to put together the movie because I, it's, there's layers of nostalgia that I have yeah where it's like, oh yeah, now I've got the, the feeling of this. I will say, I think the beginning of the movie is rough, like, yes. but it gets better in my opinion. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think about a halfway through, like after they start increasing the musical numbers, and you end up getting some really good musical numbers where it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is, this is, th- it starts actually
2: finding its legs. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, I think it's, it's, I mean, it has to have the, they have to do like the origin story sort of. Yeah. Explain it. So yeah, I, mean, I, I, I felt it was paced. I, I would say the number one scene that could be cut is like the weird nature segue. I don't know what that was about. Yeah. Where they was, just kind of yeah. like... Well, they meet some animals, and some of them are dicks, and some of them are nice. And they're like, all right, bye-bye, animals. And, and then like...
4: there's this random scene with... I remember as a kid being like, oh, my God, that's so sad. But then, like, as an adult, and now that I I can process the whole movie at one time, it's just like, why is the scene even there? Yeah, The one with the flower, where the flower sees its reflection and thinks it's another flower. Oh, yeah,
1: that one was so weird. And it's
4: so depressing, because when the toaster runs away, and, you know she he i'm not sure what what it's, gender it's supposed to be it, we don't wanna, toasters are back, gender neutral
2: we don't want to misgender assume, a toaster it, okay let's, let's not assume that
4: what okay yeah let's i, I don't want to assume the gender of the toaster so it looks back in at the flower like through the bushes and the flower is all depressed and it's starting to die and, and and it still has and it has this like stupid spotlight on it because you're like oh it's a really beautiful flower and it's all by itself, even though it's dying it still has a stupid like spotlight on it and you're like Jesus Christ that's depressing. Well, did
2: we also like we also nearly skipped over uh, like Troy McClure or the air conditioning? Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, let's let's just Who let's, just like, let's, like kills himself. Well, let's
1: hit the hit the main points that this movie is. I, as I said, and Sabrina got very upset with uh, w- uh with me. It's homeward bound for appliances. Yes. yes. No,
2: I, I I had that thought too.
1: <laughs> like, and you di- you disagree? But it's sort of homeward bound for appliances.
4: No, because they were already home, and if they had stayed there, they would have been fine.
1: But it's it's still so, it's a voyage to find the people that left
2: them. Eh. Yeah. Okay. Oh. On false pretenses,
1: yeah. So that happened. It's, it's that, and this movie consistently, if it as a children's movie, has sc- scenes that are terrifying,
2: ske- scenes that are depressing. I think this was just an eighties animated movie thing. I, get, I think movies were, like, kids' movies back then were just way more hardcore, I think. Like, I haven't seen Secret of Nim, which I know we is will
1: one do. we will do, right. but I get a lot of that. I get a, I, I understand that's something that's pretty dark and intense at times. Oh, yeah. There is uh, there is
2: sword murder in that Watership movie. Watership
1: Down, I understand, is a great
2: children's flick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a good popcorn movie. <laughs> yeah, between all the mouse murders. Uh, Plague Dogs, another uplifting romp. Yes. Uh, but yeah,
1: this one was the one that I just remembered. Like I couldn't put any scenes, but I knew that there was just scary stuff. But like, I completely forgot all the like. Oh, and they nearly die here. Oh, and they nearly die here. Oh, here's some some psychotic stuff
2: for you to deal here's with. Some, like uh, I, the the scene like I honestly would say the most unsettling scene in the movie was when they're all getting sucked into like the mud pit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they like the well, okay that. Cause like they're like oh we're gonna die and like the t- like the blanket is like I'm not afraid yeah like, like whoa well, okay, okay that's technically, like
4: technically they're not gonna die from being stuck in the mud Do- they're just gonna be stuck being alive okay in the
2: they're mud. just frozen yeah. like like some sort of like Metallica esque like. This they'll, is, like, the story of one.
1: They'll yeah. merely just slowly decay in the mud.
2: Yeah, they'll yeah. just drown in mud and slowly rust away for, it, like, some sort of, like, hellish, like, punishment. Well, because
1: the idea... I guess the idea is is that if you no longer function, you're dead. Because that's what, that's what I get from the, um... From the the scene where there's the parts store, where if yep. you no longer function, you are technically dead, which somehow doesn't make sense
2: considering the fact that the appliances are going down waterfalls at some point or, and but, still working. I, I don't. I also don't get like the. the I think I had this dis- like I watched this one. We had this discussion like how do the sentience? How do the rules of sentience work in this? Because like the vacuum cleaner is alive even when he's not running his like motor.
4: No, it's like the Toy Story rule, where you're alive and you can do what you want, except when the humans are around, basically.
2: Well, I know, but, like, he's sentient, but, like, why, like, can he move without, like, he's he be able to, like, the the vacuum cleaner... Uh, they had a car battery. I, I, I I was gonna ask about that, because I think he can move without the, without being plugged in? I mean, all of them can move without being plugged in. Okay, then what does the car battery do? Extra boost?
4: No, I think they were trying to, no, I think he was supposed to always be plugged in when he was moving. That's why they needed the car battery. That's why there's a scene when the car battery runs out, you see them pulling him, and that's when he falls into the mud.
2: Okay, so he's alive, but he can't move if he's not plugged in. I mean, we can just agree that there's a lot of inconsistencies in Uh, this. I uh, I also like to point out that the the vacuum cleaner is voiced by uh, furry favorite uh, Tiny the Tiger. Oh, boy. Uh, Well, we should also mention some of the other voices that are inside of
1: here, which are pretty notable. Oh, yeah, Um, yeah. Uh, you have Deanna Oliver, uh, Timothy E. Day, John Lovitz, as we mentioned, Tim Stack, who uh, actually... Watch this, Jack. Yep. Um, and, uh, and Phil Hartman is also in it. Can Ooh. you say
4: who who they did the voices for? I can.
1: I uh, just have to scroll down a little bit more. Uh, Deanna Oliver is the toaster. Timothy E. Day is Blanky. Uh, and Timothy E. Day, because we had such a bad experience with... Uh, um with the uh, the all dogs go to heaven. Oof. I made sure, still alive. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh Tim Stamp is Lampy, John Lovitz as the radio, uh, boy. Uh Thurl Ravenscroft as Kirby. He and he is Tony the Tiger. Uh Wayne Katz as the Master. Which I always anything where they just refer to somebody as the oh, Master, just there's something there's something in me that
2: just kinda squirms.
1: Oh, it's the master, the master.
2: Oh, like there's some there's some like there's some weird shit going on with these appliances. <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, come on, have... oh, come on. You didn't like you your appliances didn't have some sort of weird like <laughs> psychosexual like
3: cover me, master. <laughs>
2: I'm the electric blanket. <laughs>
3: Turn me on, put master. Me, put things in me, master.
0: Oh, yeah, I'd be, like, I'd be like, you know what?
2: I'm cool with these appliances being dead now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Phil Hartman is the Jack Nicholson sounding air conditioner that that that, and his performance in that is, like right at the top, and it's very like, like whoa, hold on a sec, what? Yeah, yeah, that that's
1: probably the first indication that things are gonna get pretty weird and pretty dark. Oh, when Oof. when
2: the air conditioner kills himself, yes, yep, commits suicide. <sighs> well, he like gets so angry he like dies. So, yeah, he essentially...
4: Well, okay, technically he didn't die, he's just broken. He
2: exploded. Yeah, I mean, but,
4: right, but he know, came t- back.
2: Right, I, I also want to... When you wanna, fix him, I they talk come about, back. I like when, they, when the master fixes him, he just, like, is, like, screwdrivering him, like, oh, fixed it, and, like, that... Character blew up and like fr- and like destroyed the window frame around it. Listen, it's stuff.
1: Far Cry Two physics. You just re- tighten the bolt and it's done. <coughs> <coughs> and it just pops
3: back. Out oh, of this car just exploded. Hold on, let me just well,
1: tighten. I just, it. Also, like, they-
4: they're not going to yeah. show the whole animation of uh, them fixing every single part. Oh, I, but I mean, that oh, would have been a,
3: that's a missed opportunity for an eighties
2: appliance repair
4: montage. Okay,
3: he
2: just stops. <laughs> 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 Big, Big <laughs> men putting <laughs> screwdrivers <laughs> into things, turning them and adjusting them. Make your own Adam storage box. <laughs> We're gonna we, I have so much fun with that one. No, I just like well because he stops off at the house like, and he's like oh, I'll fix the air conditioning and like, conser- do, and proceeds to do conservatively like five days of repair works in a couple minutes.
1: Ugh. <laughs> uh. Uh, Disney movies, yeah. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. So some interesting things I'll say about Brave Little Toaster. One, it was going to be a uh, CGI movie made by Disney, but they decided against it and decreased the budget down.
2: Eighty-seven,
1: yeah. Whoa, that
0: would look real bad. It
1: became the first CGI. It it would look like the Money for Nothing music video. Yes, Uh, (laughs) it became the first CGI film Lassiter ever pitched.
2: Huh. huh. So interesting. Well, did, didn't a whole bunch of people who worked on this work, go
1: work for Pixar later? Well, pretty much this uh, this was one of those movies where the original budget of twelve million was decreased to five point nine million. Like, oh, in wow. as
2: pr- as production um, began, I just got back from. Budget and there's been some cuts. Like, oh, are we, are we talking like half a million here? Like, ooh, no, they they cut you by like sixty, seventy percent here. Yeah, it was. It's a major cut. But people,
1: what they wanted them to do was Disney was like, hey, could you just farm this out? Just send it overseas. Just make it cheaper. And the team on it actually went like, no this is going to be our, like, show that we can still do this. So huh. they actually did, like, extra nights and worked extra hard on it to try and prove, like, no, we can still do
2: this. And then it shows. I mean, like, we we talked about this, like, unfortunately, we, like, I, I watched a kind of a lo-fi copy of it. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But the, it, you can find,
1: like, clips of some of the musical numbers that they have on them. And the cell animation still looks
2: gorgeous. Yeah, I, for some reason, was convinced before I watched this that this was a Don Bluth.
0: Mm-mm.
2: Nope. But it's not. And then I watched it, I was like, wait, well, this doesn't quite look like his style. No. It has yeah. it has his like Heart of Darkness to it, but you know, not quite. Yeah, it was Hyperion Pictures was oh, the no, Hyperion, yeah, 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 i have never heard of them. They did that other thing. Yeah,
1: well the, the only thing I know Hyperion now is from the uh from the Borderlands games. <laughs> it's, they're the, the eternal bad guys in that. Oh, okay. Um but let's see,
2: Hyperion, which did turn into Walt Disney Studios. So some like some of the animators went to work for Pixar because yeah. like yeah. so they've been working in sentient like appliances and toys for a while. Yeah, I, I lo- actually I like the idea that these are the same universes and like only a- appliances also don't realize that toys are alive and the toys don't realize the appliances are alive. But like. We in, I actually, no, and, the, I, and we don't realize that the bugs are alive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, I got, and I got an idea, it, actually. And the cars are alive! Oh, I, I, have, I, actually, I just have a theory on this one. Oh I think the reason why the appliances are such dicks is because, like, have you ever honestly been like, I'm excited to, like, operate this toaster or, like, vacuum my floors? We just invest a lot of frustration. So I think the pathos that we're feeding into these appliances is pretty, like, negative. And whereas the toys, like, toys are cherished, and they're played with by kids. Like, kids don't play with the toaster. unless well, they get electrocuted. But, like, yeah, so I think that's why the toys are, like, generally seem to have, like, a good nature personality, and they want, like... But, like, the life of an appliance is, like, desperation and longing and, de- and like, darkness. Well, they kind of get and, to and, that. And endless service, is what gets. Yeah, like, the service, like, the toys are, are cherished by people, and that's, so I think... In this universe, in which like human thought and emotion invest sentience in the things around us, which is a terrifying like a uh, possibility, but I think that's why appliances in this show in this movie are just like assholes.
1: Well, it's also like they have the cutting edge song in the movie, which yes. is just, which is all about like oh we're better than you. I
2: mean, it's it's a, <laughs> a thin veiled like oh look how much better we are than you. Yeah, and we're also like murderous like assholes and. Like I'm like I'm the cutting edge technology. I'm an Apple 2E. it's like kind of
1: yeah it's it's this very there's so many
2: bizarre dark tones in this movie that, I, God, it's like i I was honestly like frustrated with how much the like the the appliances fight in this and they're just like oh you know screw off or I don't want to talk to you, and it's like they have like a lot of issues. Well, I mean, think about it.
3: They're not all exactly cooperating together no. in some kind of society. Like, not, like let's just do with, like the counterexample of Toy Story. Yeah, they're exactly. all
2: but very cooperative, and, you know, they, and they have they, troubles. And yeah, like, there's it, the whole thing between Woody and Buzz, but like. They get
3: along. And yeah, they're like, it's it's an amicable relationship because they all know that they're still all cherished and they're part of this community yeah. of toys that's I th- loved.
2: I th- but, I th- but we're starting from a point where they're not cherished at it, the beginning. Exactly, yeah. that's and, the difference is that I, they're not cherished. And I think that goes to my theory is I think we've invested these appliances with senti like this this like incomplete sentience that they're like they they have the capacity for it, but they are like. We we only we invest only like frustration and like function. I
3: them. I think that's like one half of it, and the other half of it is that the, since they don't necessarily build relationships, um, in initially in the, in the in the fun in the relative functioning because some of them are from different parts of the house and everything, they're not all kind of you know right looking to each other and being part of like these this this community human, yeah they're community, not all in the narratives. toy chest. Yeah, they're not all in the toy chest. They're not all together, and so when they're forced to be put together, it's kind of like, oh god, now we've got to go through this shitty situation together. I,
2: I, I need to expand my theory even more. I think Brave Little Toaster is the same universe as I Have No Mouth and I Must Scream, because the the evil supercomputer and that goes crazy and kills all of humanity for similar for somewhat similar reasons that I was talking about. So totally the same. Like this is oh, Har- absolutely. this is a Harlan Ellison production of Brave Little Toaster. Hmm. All right. Well, uh, how should we approach
1: this? Should we just go through the plot a little bit and then and do some wrap up on it? I sure. mean, sure. Like, like go that, ahead and
4: just do like a short thing of the plot, and then we'll yeah discuss the first, parts of it. The
1: first half of the movie is just the journey. It is yeah. a lot of setup. It is just like, hey, these are the characters. This is what it is. Let's clean up the. Let's do a little cleanup song. Da 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 da, da uh,
2: with um, Tootie Furti. Yeah, we'll watch uh, we'll watch an, uh, an air conditioner die, and then we watch a flower die, and then we watch like the the like animals nearly eat a bunch of them. Yep, and then um, e- even the opening like song number that
1: they have which is, is just like. Wish to go? But we don't want to go. <laughs> it's all about like ah, this seems like a thing we could do, but nah, never mind. Let's do this not. Yep.
4: And unfortunately, the voice actors. I don't know if it's just they can't or they were told not to sing very well, but like when the, what the songs were, it was just the main cast singing just did not help those uh, songs yeah. at all. Interesting
1: enough, John Lovitz did not do the singing voice for the radio. Oh. He was not available. Oh, he's
2: not like, oh, I can totally do this. I'm John Lovitz. I'm the I radio. I love to sing. I'm That's... the radio. I'm on SNL. Watch I'm this. in Barton. Watch this, Jack.
1: <laughs> so, uh,. <laughs> Ah, that's the ticket. But they yeah. go out they they go I mean it's the beginning part like is so slow and weird where yeah. it's just like mm. here's the character here's the thing they don't entirely get along we have to figure out how are going to get out chair. We need
2: to see we need to see Master we have that weird thing with the blanket where it's like
1: master floating down the stairs
2: why is the wheelie chair yeah that was weird what why is the wheelie chair not alive is that not is furniture not not an
1: appliance doesn't get plugged in exactly you need now we need the inanimate object so now we need to have the most boring movie ever we we get the we get the movie where it's like desks and tables and chairs you know that are just like their movie where they talk and i have no motility that i must scream well, just yeah. imagine that. That's good. we would have a movie where all of these appliances are just carrying around
2: a hostage chair, right. just like I can't talk to them. I can't tell them I don't want to go. This, this, like, a, <laughs> like a, like, a, yeah, like, like yeah, again, like the, like the, the narrator from Metallica's song One, just like <laughs> unconscious in a coma, but like aware of it, and he's like armless and legless, and it's just like, ah, yeah. I think I know, we need to so- wait
3: for the one for cleaning supplies. Oh, God. Gosh. <laughs> No, don't put me next to the ammonia. No. No. Um, So essentially what ends up happening after this whole setup is that finally Blanky is hallucinating because they're about to see Robert turn to the cottage that he'd been gone. But then it's a real estate broker. And the house is for sale. And now they're
1: like, well, we should just go find master. And like, sure, that seems like a good idea. So they
2: go, but they don't want to go. But they don't want to go. Yeah, it's Oh boy. There's a long montage of travel. I mean that this is the homeward bound element of it uh, in a way. I mean
1: it's the first 20 minutes so it's set up, but it's a, it's a little ponderous and a I, little weird and I, just I, setting up
2: that everyone is kind of a jerk. Oh, like, I, I'm pretty sure it's the first 45 minutes.
1: And there's just this thing where it's just like Blanky is just this doormat of a character of just like ah! And everyone hates him. Yeah. And yeah. and even Toaster at the very beginning, you know, get who is toast. supposed to be our protagonist, yeah. is kind of like, get what get away from me. What? Go. To be
4: fair, like, when I was a kid, Blanky was my favorite character, but as an adult, I also found Blanky really annoying. It's annoying,
2: but he's like, he's got the, he has the personality of like a six-year-old, so it's like, yeah. they're being like, really mean to this blanket, just like... You are an appliance. Why do you care about, like, like he wants to kind of, like, okay, you're made of metal. Just, like, give, like, I, I, felt, I was, like, genuinely annoyed with how, like, hard they are on this electric blanket.
4: Well, I just didn't understand why they felt like they all had to sleep separately the first night. I was just like, what was the purpose of all spreading out like yeah, that? Yeah, they're
2: all sleeping in a circle, like, it's like a western movie, and they're all, like, the first one to wake up and try to kill the other ones. But there's
4: no fire in the middle, so it doesn't right. make sense. <laughs>
2: yeah. But this is what I'm talking about, is that they don't have that amicable you know yeah. bond that right. they've been able to build. Because they're because their life like is hate, misery it's and it's
4: like they hate each other. And, yeah.
2: yeah, they hate each other because they've been they've been born out of frustration and like boredom.
3: And, and their and their only bonding element is their connection this to is, master and the is, service to master.
2: It's just only like a couple like Brave Little Toaster Two is like Humanity is destroyed. No, we can
3: talk
1: about Brave Little Toaster two and oh right,
2: right. No, no. there are there are sequels. I am told they go to
1: space. Oh, (laughs) boy, they sound awful.
4: Brave Little Toaster goes to Mars. uh, No, that
1: is one of them. Brave Little Toaster goes to Mars is
2: totally one of them. Mm -hmm. Brave Little
4: Toaster is secretly a child children's film about BDSM. (laughs)
2: Yes, (laughs) maybe quite possibly. Uh, Oh my goodness. (laughs) I I think there's
3: chords, there's, you know... Uh.
4: They're talking about service all the time, and needing to serve. Are, you, you,
3: you know, yeah. this is what I'm saying. It has an Everyone's undertone t- of eroticism that we don't really get to. <laughs> oh, what boy. is
4: erotic? <laughs> yeah, not, not, what is erotic? Not this. <laughs> not this. <laughs> unless, unless
2: certain fan arts are to be believed, I'm sure.
3: Oh, believe me. I'm sure they they delve deep into that question about what is
2: erotic I, and yeah, brave little so. so. toaster. Listen, I, I've I seen mean,
1: too many e- pictures on the internet. I, we are talking about appliances and there eroticism. People I think we're good. There are
4: people who <laughs> fuck their cars.
1: Okay, <laughs> uh,
4: moving on.
1: Nice. That, that I'm glad makes, we're getting an E rating makes, on this one. That makes <laughs> that makes slightly more sense. <laughs> There's our mature. Rating. At least
4: cars are sexy. Is that what you're saying? No, more like. I,
2: uh. All right, so they leave from there.
4: I, they, if uh, I had a choice,
2: it's to, it's like it's car over toaster. Okay, so
4: now they have. <laughs> I wouldn't stick my dick in a toaster either.
2: There's
1: a musical number with a bunch of
2: frogs and a fish and a worm and I don't know. The, na- the nature scene is entirely superfluous. I don't know why it's in this movie. Except for the
1: weird part she mentioned about the flower. There's going to have more
2: death in this movie.
1: Yeah, the flower is just there. It sees the reflection and it doesn't even make sense because it sees the reflection of itself and goes, Oh, another flower. Great. And then the toaster's like, no. No, i am not another flower and leaves and the thing just straight dies. up dies. Like yeah, thank thank you
2: toaster really, like, like couldn't you just let that flower go? It's because it realized it's life was meaningless. It was the last yeah. of, it's I not like
4: know. the toaster could stay there.
2: Like really uh, can I I I, I want to recut I, I need to make, like, an AMV of this movie and just set to Metallica. Oh. Just just fade to black in the background.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or what we really need... We do is, this. This would be awesome. What, what if we saw, like, an intersecting movie which was, like, about uh, living... Uh, like flowers, so this was like the intersection okay. where a oh. toaster shows up. No, no, no!
2: no. It's like the it's like the disturbing sex flowers from the Wall movie. I don't know what you're talking Ooh, about. There we go. Oh, nope, uh...
4: that's
2: nope. nope. We, we need to get out. Nope. We need to get out of
1: the gutter. Guys. Oh, we're doing the Wall at some point. Nope. Uh, okay. So then they're in the forest, and now we have the first nightmare.
2: <laughs> the first night- like the well, movie many, nightmare. Well, there's many. There's many
1: nightmares. <laughs> this whole movie is a nightmare. But this is the first one that features. Uh, so there were. Working a little bit together because blanket right. has figured out he can be a tent now, um, mm. <laughs> and so everybody's sleeping under him and going like, "Oh, this is cool." And then we have the first nightmare involving the clown. What, oh boy! What
2: did this like? I was like, I don't know what's happening. What was the clown from? I, it's just a terrifying oh, okay. clown. I thought yes. maybe I had missed like there was something in the house originally. No,
4: clowns are scary. Yeah, yeah this okay. is a this
2: it, is a popular it's, trope. It's a clown,
1: and, and this was one of the parts that I remembered It's of, a, like the kid yes. getting the toast, eating the toast, blah, and then just like
2: stuff went wrong. There's smoke. All of a sudden, a firefighter clown oh. shows up. That's just a well, monster. Have, how like the smoke cloud comes like becomes Tim Curry from Fern Gully and like kill and, like it, like takes the child away, and then it's like a, a clown you know also a Tim Curry
1: and then yeah you have the clown and he's chasing him and all of a sudden there's forks attacking him and he falls into a bathtub it's yeah a
2: toaster (laughs) in the bathtub like that was like Whoa! That's a very... Like, Suicide by Toaster and Bathtub is a very dark reference for a child's movie. I know! Yeah. Like, it's so nice. And then my
4: parents never understood between watching it and Brave Little Toaster why I didn't like the wall- clown wall hanging in my room.
2: I still like that that, you, that was still in your room. Like, you could have just said, like... D- did you ask them, like, can I take the clown poster down? I and they're I was like, really no. young. You didn't... I think that was... You didn't conceive, like, I can change my room's decor. Like No, that- I
4: was... Really young, I, I. It was too high up on the wall. I couldn't reach it. And when I'm, and I don't know, and I don't remember if I complained about it or not. Okay. I probably did, but I was really young, so I don't fucking remember.
2: I know. I just like the like, little Sabrina's like, I was scared of clowns. He's like, No, you're not. Good night. No, this clown is. If we
1: if we were to do a clown compare, clowncompare.com. Uh, Oh yeah! At least
4: <laughs> Tim Curry would rate,
2: rate my clowns. Hold oh <laughs>
4: oh on.
1: No. Uh, do we need to register clowncompare.com?
2: <laughs> Get uh, right on that right now before this, we, before this goes live.
1: Uh, but we. But if you were to compare, like which of these is more terrifying, Tim Curry's clown or the clown in Brave Little Toaster? I'm saying the <laughs> Bra- Brave Little Toaster. Oh, oh my God. We can. We,
2: we could totally register uh, clowncompare. <laughs> <Nice.
1: laughs> we, we
2: have a new Patreon subscriber, don't we? Oh yes, we. Yes, could, uh, thank to, you. to fucking take it now. Thank you to our new Patreon subscribers. You'll be your donations. Your very generous donations will be going to us. So we can buy clown compare. <laughs> <laughs> Spending money responsibly on the podcast. <laughs> uh, okay, my,
1: let me let me write that down so I can assure before clown this gets
2: <laughs> sexy clown compared. <laughs> no, we're not. No, we're no, no, not sexy, no. okay? We are not. Horrifying t- clown compared. No, we're com just doing clowncompare.com. Dot dot well, I'll register
1: it for a year so that way it will work. So uh, after that, any of you can take it. I like the, yeah. it's,
2: just, it's just like all it is is the clown from it and the clown from this movie, you just click on one or the other, and that's like the entire the entire website. I'll just have a poll put on it. Oh, All yeah. it is is
1: just a poll on our site that just is just like pick the clown, <laughs>
4: <laughs> pick the clown, pick the We are totally making that now. Oh, my I'll, God. we'll use Wix.
1: Yes. Oh no, we won't use Wix. I can do it on the WordPress site.
4: No, Perfect. Wix.
1: Wix costs money. We could do a Google like poll thing. Yeah, we'll yeah. F- I'll figure something out. It will be. We will collect the best clowns and have you compare. <laughs> them. Although, that's, I, I think that's like,
2: I like the Saturday Friends Club questionnaire. It's like, what is erotic? Which which clown? <laughs> Just like. <laughs> It's just every all the questions we've asked about this on this show. Now, oddly much. enough, it's the,
1: it. It's uh, it's the clown from Brave Little Toaster and Vanilla Ice. I don't know why. Yeah, he's on. The, yeah.
2: Well, I mean, he's he's with the insane clown posse.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, uh, there you go. go. Yeah, yeah, the ICP Although, I guys.
2: Think this is the secret runner in this show. Is clowns. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
3: I think it's quite telling, though, about how inane this fear of clowns is, that clowncompare.com has not been
2: taken. Yeah, can you just just let that sink in Mark, for a minute. can you believe that well, there's a clowncompare.com now?
4: If you're scared of clowns, why would you make a comparison site for scary but clowns? But there are
2: people that also like clowns. Yeah, well, okay, psychos. Okay, well, it
4: would be for people that like clowns, not people for hate, that hate clowns.
2: Oh, if we're talking about things that also like my 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 like great aunt and uncle, they had like a whole like collection of like Art of like hobo clowns.
4: Oh my god! Yeah, like little,
2: the little about. like figurines, yes. and everything, and like wow. they had a whole set of that as a kid. And I just remember like, I don't, I don't, well, because there I don't was that this. there
4: was that guy, Red. Um, oh, what was his name? He's really old. It's Red. Red something. He was a really famous clown, and he did oh. like movies like back in the day. Oh, I forget his name, but he was oh, a hobo clown basically.
2: So, cl- all right,
4: moving on, clown- moving on. Yeah, we, we, we the l- clown
2: moving on.org.
4: there was ah, a clown it was scary he he does this weird whisper he's like run and then yeah. He runs. oh
2: yeah the the run oh. i
1: wanted to say that like that's absolutely terrifying oh okay.
4: yeah and then he wakes up and it was a dream it was and a now dream but a blankets storm. flying away yep
1: yep um yeah hold on i'm trying uh, i'm desperately trying to find out the name of our new person um but yeah the the blanket flies away and so they chase after blanket and he's at the top of the tree so they do so the vacuum which is the most crotchety one of them just like all right this is a dumb idea this, is, Why not, I let this you? is not great i'm not enjoying any moment of this um it's just like well fine and he's he pretty much just throws his cord over grabs you know blanket yeah well grabs blanket by sucking up his own cord
2: it seems like no
4: he's like one of those old vacuums that have the special retract system for their cords oh,
2: they even say something about that like he's like he's choking on it make sure he doesn't swallow it like whoa that's another like someone who's like is having a seizure and like you just stop them from like swallowing their tongue like they make a reference to that in the in the in this movie. So this movie is full of a lot of weird, violent imagery. I don't
4: think they meant for that to be what it. What well, you that's think what they. That's what
2: that's what John Lovitz the radio says.
4: Yeah, but he just repeats ads and things from radio shows all the time because he's a radio.
2: I, I guess.
1: Okay. okay, so our new pledger, I should say, five dollar mm. Phoenician. Uh,
2: Phoenician. Oh, like, wow, a- oh. Phoenician, Oh, wow. Oh okay, yeah. wow. So, this, so uh, uh, is he like a time traveler? Are these uh, like? Is it like Patreon dollars from like the ancient world? Sure. So, wow. Did chooses, you meet
3: Caesar in an alternate Chooses life? us, another podcaster,
1: oh, that's pre, that's and somebody that does technology reviews. So hooray, thank you. All right. Thank you. Mm. All right, yes. so uh, let's see. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, they move along, they get Blanky up in the trees, uh, which really doesn't matter because they just, they both kind of fall down anyway. Yeah. 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 yeah uh let's see after recovering blanking the next morning they cross the waterfall or they attempt to cross it which features another just defying scene of just like everybody falling to what appears to be their death and then you know Being totally the, okay and the vacuum just kind of backing away in a way that seems like it's just like and credits yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh boy before he jumps o- off and then saves them all and they're all like hooray but they're in a swamp <laughs> And now they're in a swamp,
2: and then they sink into the mud. And then they die. And then they die. They... And, and, like, the blanket is, like, has this odd, very disturbing scene where he's, like, resigned to his fate. And it's, like, a, a, and, and, and trying to, the blanket sounds like a small child. Oh, yeah. So well, the blanket was, the voice actor was a small child. Yeah, and so the small child talking about, like, resigning himself to this death, and it's, like, whoa, this is really heavy. Huh, did he just say, he said, like, I'm not
1: scared. I'm not
2: scared. Yeah. It's like, whoa oh, Jesus.
1: <laughs> but yeah, and the fact
2: that they just kind of deus machina themselves out of it by oh, just like. Well, thankfully when and George from Seinfeld shows up and rescues them from the <laughs> swamp. <laughs>
1: I, we should mention that during this entire time and throughout the entire movie the radio is the m- worst character <laughs> John oh, oh really John Levitz is voicing an annoying character <laughs> well not not annoying just mean to everyone even later into the film where he's just like oh I know the secret knock to this door knock 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 and then smacks everybody else in the face. yeah
2: okay
4: again they're appliances so I don't really think it hurts them or anything I, but it's still kind
2: of dick move yeah it's it's a it's a sign of disrespect
4: yeah but they yes. didn't seem to mind at the end that he did did that. This
2: is like it's like John Lovett. Does it work? It feels like it's like John Lovett's doing like a bad Robin Williams. Just is like, oh, he's kind of bantering and he's like doing little sketches and voices and he's like doing things. Well, because so like, Robin Williams wasn't available. He I was, right? It's like I'm a few years away from being the genie. Never mind. Yeah, I, I know where I'm going. Like I need to, I need to not be involved in this. Like, Lovett, you want this one? Oh yeah, sure, I'll take it. <laughs> it's time for stardom. Yes. <laughs> Uh, am I on,
1: am I enough to know at this point? Who knows? So they were in the mud. They got out. Were taken back to the shop with this with this <laughs> kindly looking guy who actually does look like pretty
2: nice and pretty like he's he's large, <laughs> but he's got a he's, well, seems and he giggles nice. all the time. Well, he's like in any other movie, he's a nice guy, in this movie, he's like this like horrible like butcher. He's Frankenstein, right? And he yeah. looks and he looks like George.
1: Yeah, so he's just this guy, and he takes of all appliances. He he runs a parts shop, right? Which in no other movie would be something completely terrifying, right? But, but in this
2: one, where how about, like how about the the, the desk lamp or like the swing lamp oh. is voiced voiced by like a some? It's I, I looked it up. Oh. That is Phil Hartman doing a Peter Lorre impression. Oh. He kind of talks like this all the time.
4: Yeah, he was really prevalent back in the day, and they, I think Looney Tunes paid homage to him all the time Yeah, when there was, like, scary monsters. Because
2: he was in, um, Maltese Falcon. He was, like, one of, he was one of Sidney Greenstreet's, like, goons, I think. Mm -hmm. I I haven't seen that movie, uh, like, yeah.
4: I haven't seen it at all, so.
2: So, they,
1: they're in this place, they're like, hey, this isn't that bad, and then they find out oh, like oh bad. oh this place is bad this guy just rips apart you know machinery which we are and try
2: and <laughs> it, for parts i like this so sh- they'll the- kill us they do this shot of like the shadow on the wall and he's like holding a screwdriver like a knife and then just like and they're like and removing
1: the screw- <laughs> <laughs> so earlier we had city of light which was a good song this is mm-hmm. it's a b-movie which is a bad song. Uh, I like.
2: I felt the tune was catchy. I
4: liked it. Yeah. Tune? Yeah, the, the tune wasn't I too liked bad. It. I like the tune, and I thought it, it was an interesting premise. But it was. It didn't. It, it was a real a little odd. It goes go,
1: on a little bit longer than you would this want. This movie it to. goes long. I liked it.
4: I didn't like the City of Light song.
1: Yeah, I didn't. I'm with Sabrina.
4: But I like the B movie song.
1: I think City of Light grew on me just a little bit because it it turned out to be like the undercurrent of like it, it became the primary song throughout. Uh, sure. Yeah, All right. So um,
2: it's just
4: the the main characters can't B
2: sing. Tradition of us not being able to sing theme songs. Well, on this whatever. It's,
1: it's it's a B movie <sighs> is inter- uh, You know, it's better than the next one. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. So in um, that so they get that radio is slated to be to have his tube taken out because the I needs a tu- you got any tubes got radio, radio tubes, tubes? So. so they're like wow how old is this radio <laughs> pretty and, old apparently and so to save the radio the vacuum lamp and toaster and blanket all get together and make a spooky
4: ghost Which looks nothing like a ghost but But, okay. but is
1: enough to scare the guy yeah. into knocking himself out and the rest of the appliances in the appliance shop go, Ah, oh, freedom
3: because Deal we couldn't break. do we couldn't do this any other time. And so they go. But then I have to wonder though, as all of those old appliances, some of them in like various states of disrepair, head home and then they go and face the crushing rejection of their masters. Right.
1: <laughs> Whoa. You you didn't bring the... Wow, I didn't take into effect the dark, depressing side of just... Oh, everything in this movie is dark and <laughs> it's, depressing. It, it pretty much is, right? It's just a whole... It's just a, a refrigerator standing outside of a house going... <gasps> <It's> real, <laughs> oh, God.
2: Did you ever see that IKEA commercial from years ago? Like, the one with the lamp? No. Oh, God. It, people listening to this, like, 100% go Google, like, IKEA commercial lamp. And I remember they ran this, like, a Super Bowl ad... And it's, like, a woman, and she buys, like, a new Ikea lamp, and she takes the old lamp, and it's, like, unplugs it, and it starts playing this sad music, and she puts it in, like, a box with the trash, and it's, like, they do all these, like, panning shots of it, like, on the street, and it's, like, raining, and it, like, pans up, and you can see her, like, reading by her new lamp.
4: And this is supposed to be commercial making people want to buy a new
2: lamp? Yeah, and so, like, at the end of it, like they're showing the lamp, and they just pan up, and it's, like, this little Swedish guy walks up, and he's, like, some of you feel sorry for this lamp. That is because you're crazy. Memphis has no feelings. The new one is much better, and it's like IKEa oh. <laughs> and like I, I, this, that this whole movie made me think of that commercial so much. Oh. This oh, totally that's totally what's gonna awesome. happen to these other appliances. Exactly, and undercut by this Swedish guy. I just want somebody to make an
3: AMV now of the of like, oh, of the, the appliances going back to the homes of being rejected, and then like that Moonlight guy. Sonata just plays under it.
2: Oh, I'm so, like dude, I know I'm, I'm I'm legit need to make the like brave little toaster like fade to black AMV.
1: Yeah, the, it, all of a sudden it's just yeah the refrigerator standing outside, and they just play Mad World just <laughs> <stuff.
2: laughs> all around me, all familiar, familiar faces. <laughs> this my <laughs> old friend
3: I've come to see you yeah. don't fear uh,
2: some sort of like appliance don't fear the reaper yeah so, so nice. they they eventually they travel along uh, about this time the master shows up hey Yay. the master and his like his his girlfriend who look like they look like animaniacs extras yeah yeah so
1: turns out that the little kid master has turned into grown adult master. And- he's,
2: he's, he's gone from a kid into the main character from like uh, Atlantis the Lost City. <laughs> Close to it's it, yeah. And he's have
3: a really hot girlfriend for his, his
2: girlfriend kid. is like way more attractive and drives like a like a British sports car of some yeah. kind. So she's he's... got like a cherry red Jaguar.
3: Somehow he fucking scored,
2: yeah. Because you know? <laughs> she saw that Atlantis movie, he was like, I gotta find this guy. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, right? I gotta be on the cutting edge for
1: this. This guy's gonna make it soon. I'm pretty yep. sure
4: Atlantis came out way after Brave Little. Yes, oh, we're I making know, but... a joke. <laughs> okay,
1: I, I understand, but they they look very similar. Yeah. Uh, so he's just like, hey, why get new stuff? Let me go get old stuff, I, so, the, which underpins the fact that this whole movie would not happen if they just would have stayed put. Or
2: just, yeah, or yeah. like or just, like, why would you, like, are you going to travel to your family's summer cabin to get, what, like, $20 worth of junk? Like, you spent more on gas to get, like, get there and back. And then here's the thing also, because this movie takes place in the 80s, he doesn't have the excuse of,
3: like, stupidly... Uh, inflated tuition and other college-going right. expenses to have the excuse to go back to the fucking cottage to get these appliances.
2: I also like the idea that someone is going to go... Like, he's moving into a dorm, presumably? Yes, moving into a and dorm. He's gonna buy, and he's going to bring back, like... A, a vacuum. A vacuum, a giant steel toaster, a, like, very old radio, uh, and, like, an electric blanket. Okay, I guess it makes sense. And maybe the lamp. But, like, yeah. Yeah, the vacuum makes probably the least sense. There, there's but, no yeah. this movie well, really maybe a shared dorm, who knows. This movie really well, stretches like why the like we I like, we, never sure if if he cares about these appliances. I mean, I don't though I, he cares
1: enough that he uh, towards the end where there's the junk scene he's like hey that's my radio
2: and my yeah, i he blind? like di- he identified them. Yeah, he nearly right. dies in that scene well yeah we'll of, get to that scene of all the things that like can come alive like some of them will straight up murder you seems
1: so all right so that happens he's just like let me go get the stuff and we have one of those scenes just like uh american tale where it's just like they're going that way and he's going that oh, way oh they yeah. just missed each other yep which, if, imagine the scene where he, where they both meet at that point, where the car just goes
4: BAM! <laughs> just to kill
1: someone. I, just,
4: I love how they go into the city, and the fact that they know that that's the city that he's oh, in. Oh yeah! That's really weird. And then on top of so that, generic. they look at a photo. Fo- they look him up in a phone book.
2: And it has his address. Yeah, like, phone oh, books yeah. don't
4: have people's addresses, they just have their phone I, numbers. I, I, this is, I'm
2: like jumping a little bit ahead, but when he finds his, like, a picture of himself as a kid in a landfill... If you if you found if you were just like at a random place and a picture of yourselves there, you would freak the hell out. Like, what is ha- like? There's some time space continuum shit.
4: Well, going not out. to mention the fact
3: that there'd be a couple of calls with your parents being like, "Did
4: you throw out my picture?" He did like, say it was weird. He doesn't like, have a phone.
2: You would lose your mind.
4: I don't. I wouldn't lose my mind.
2: I would. I would be freaked it. out. It's I'd like, go and drink heavily afterwards. Yeah, probably. <laughs> no, what happens at the end
1: would be a story that I would tell to people. Yeah. Just like the 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 resolution of all this is like, let me tell you one fucked up story. That all time right?
2: I went to that weird trash maze and just about <laughs> died, and there was no one working there, and I got saved by my old toaster somehow. Yeah, there was a toast. Like, yeah, yeah, I happened to find my toaster in the giant flywheel. Okay,
4: we're getting like, way yeah, I know. Head. All right,
2: okay. well, we're nearly done. let so, right? We're in the city. We
1: find where he is. We find his new uh, the new apartment. Contract whatever they're living in now. The new appliances let him in, and Friendly TV is just like, oh, hey, you just missed him. He was gonna go oh, pick yeah. you up
4: over at the cat,
1: You know, and then gets turned up, which I guess he can be turned off and then well, can't turn the, himself back? They
4: changed the channel to some guy that was speaking Spanish, which yeah. I don't know if that's the same thing.
2: Well, it's also strange. Apparently, the TV can take on the voice and personality of whatever is being shown on TV. Like... I There's guess. a lot of potential with that. But so they do that. Now we have the
1: weakest song, which is just yeah. like Look how awesome we are. We are new stuff. Just
4: look, it just all sounds whenever. and <laughs> looks very eighties, what it is.
2: So, so <laughs> man. aren't their faces gonna aren't their like cover plates gonna be red when they see like a, 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 like the modern version of this is like we've slowly reduced it like all of our appliances down and all the stuff so it's like the modern version stuff is just like is like a duet between an iPad and like and like maybe like a flat like a, a flat screen TV or something, and it's just like it's just us two. No one else needs any other bullshit. And like I control all the lights. I control yeah. your <laughs> everything. You're an AC. <laughs> and then like uh, and then it's just the pile of like the the Apple 2e and the like all the other stuff is just like being hauled away in a dumpster. <laughs>
1: You know what, what I would want is but, I would just merely want them to be, uh, like, they open the door and all this, there's a, a, a cell phone standing up, just going, yes.
3: <laughs> I just want, I just... I am, <laughs> like the, the, so, so wait, so there's a cell phone, right, that's standing up, but then there's also, like, the Hal-esque, like, meta voice that comes out from nowhere, <laughs> yes. like, to represent the wireless network. Hello, wow. I'm, <laughs> I'm Alexa.
2: Yeah, well, that better like... Well, 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 as
1: as Josh goes and looks at his uh, Alexa. Please don't trigger. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't like the days, like, the, the, the cell, like, with how much we, we like, millennials look at our cell phones and how much they do, I like the day that the cell phone is just ascended, like, it's like the Highlander. <laughs> just like, I have the power, and, like, lightning is, like, flying into it. Yeah. I will, and this
1: thing has caused me to have so many just lapses of just, like, I could look at my cell phone for the time. Alexa! What's the time?
0: It's 5.06pm.
1: Look how useful that is. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> worth, worth it. <laughs> it's worth the hundreds of dollars. Not <laughs> that much. No, hold on, hold
3: on, hold on. Now. Alexa. Oh, God. What is erotic? Amusement try. A mechanical device that you
0: ride for amusement or excitement.
3: I
1: have no clue what she read. Oh, wow. I, okay. I think she
4: heard something else. Uh,
1: yeah, okay. Okay. That, that, that flopped. Good joke. Go in there. Wait, anyway, can we yeah, we need a mic her next time.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. So. Alright, so the song happens, they get tossed in the trash because the new <laughs> oh, appliances are yeah. assholes. No, they yes.
2: get murdered by the appliances. They like they the, the new appliances throw them out of the window. Yeah, and in cutting a dumpster. And cutting edge is oh, all boy. about like your like
1: is even more of an underpinning of the next song that's coming. Ooh. Where it's just like we are
2: so good why are you even here you're just junk well how yeah. about also I, real quick we've we glossed over this but the fact that the, the appliances have a secret code they can signal each other with that's weird yeah yeah so just in just in this case the old appliances show up
1: yeah so then they're in the trash and then suddenly we have the <laughs> we have them in this giant trash heap these just
2: Obscene mountains of trash. Apparently there's no one working at this. Like, it's entirely automated. I guess so. It's run by a haunted magnet magnet crane.
1: So they have this, so we kind of have two things happening at the same time now. They're at, they are at this junkyard. Yeah. And now we have the song Worthless, which is probably the best song. Oh, yeah, yeah, by far. far. Worthless is fantastic. It's this crazy... Story of all these like junk cars just getting taken, put onto the the platform, and then being crushed to death into a comically small
2: cube. Yeah, yeah. every car is like, I got my kicks on Route sixty six, and then it's like, smash, and it's dead. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's it's just one of these like, huh I'm having a really good day. Things are going fine for me. What if I just wanted to make it a little bittersweet? Let me well, put
2: this on. Did, <laughs> with, with the idea that like a lot of people from Pixar that are later in Pixar w- worked on this movie. Like this made me think of the, the the climactic scene from Toy Story 3. I've which, never you... seen Toy Story oh. 3 but I know about the climax. Yeah, I remember being in the theater cause I, I cuz my friends dragged me to it cuz I, I, I didn't have any I didn't hear and I was like, "Oh, Toy Story 3." And like, "Oh, we should go watch this." I'm like, okay. And we were getting that scene like, "Oh my god." <laughs> like I was legitimately like, "Whoa." It's like, "Are you doing this?" <laughs> this is happen- like they are resigning. The- oh man. Yeah, that was a that was a genuine like holy crap moment. And then this is like Oh, here's where it came from. The to- these Pixar people have been have been obsessed with like drawn out death scenes for a while.
1: So yeah, it's this entire thing where all these cars are just talking about like and even the the words they're saying like I brought like I brought a Texan to, you know, get married. Yeah, brought I, a Texan to. to there's a one wedding. that's just like, you know, I took I I carried a man to his grave and it's a hurt. Yeah, it's yeah.
2: like, "Whoa, okay." Like it's it's
1: this it's it's so weird because it's a really dark song,
2: but it's super catchy too. I think this is interesting because there, like nowadays, especially there are like kids movies that will deal with like more you know darker or more serious subjects, but like these movies just dealt with just like death. Right. It's yeah. not like we're going to, what it's talking about growing up and things are hard and, you know, you know issues with your parents or whatever. This is just like, we're going do a kid's movie and just, like, death is just the specter hanging over this movie. I mean, constantly. We, it's like death, rejection, dejection. And more death,
1: yeah. Yeah, and yeah just the even three the... of the four songs are all about, like, worthlessness, you're obsolete, you are just here for parts. Yeah. Right. Right. So, whew. yeah. So they have that entire scene which you it, I would probably say just if you if you don't go see the movie, just go find like the high definition yeah. version of Worthless
2: because it's a really weird watch. It's weird, and it's, it's a, good. It, I would say like I would say yeah, watch this movie. I think this is a, I would recommend this. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um so then we have the scene so back at the apartment um, the master comes home and he's like, I couldn't find my stuff. That's so weird. Right, I'll if have this, to go out and I, get I, needed, stuff. I needed some appliances and I can't find my stuff. And So the, the TV... Way, up on this and realize like oh I can talk when the other appliances don't because I'm the TV. It's just like hey I know the place that you should go get appliances. It's this discount place. Ernie's oh, Junkyard yeah. and just And just the, they're not getting it and he's just like it's cheap the stuff's cheap. Don't go there that place is carcinogenic. These my friends
2: are going to die. <laughs>
1: like just t- telling him like go go to this place. You've got to go to this place. And he shows
2: up and he's like wow this place is junk. Oh I, I actually like the the bit race is like he's like oh no the people at the disc the other place like found to be carcinogenic like we lots of tumors on those rats and he's like we've got pictures i don't even want to look at them Blah. and like you know the picture like the picture you see is clearly like a woman in a bikini <laughs> I was like wait what's that little thing there
1: yeah so they um they go he's out there he's just picking through all the all the first off all of the uh, uh of the toys or not the toys, but all the appliances are <laughs> pretty. Are pretty much like all right. Well, I guess we're gonna get crushed now. Well, Whatever. Yeah. I,
2: I don't understand the logistics that because this junkyard seems to go on forever, and there are like mountains that are like hundreds of feet high like couldn't they just like there's no people there like shoveling them into the furnace of doom couldn't they just like maybe the worst? chill maybe it's
1: just like the swamp from never ending story it just got to them at some point and they're just like yeah okay let's go ahead and do it
2: Uh, you know
3: maybe they had the day off or they was like you know they were on vacation in mexico
2: i think someone would notice like hey someone appears to be running the junkyard while we're on vacation what's going on over there so that so they finally see the master and they're like, oh shit,
1: he's here. Oh crap, it's him. So they jump off the line, which causes the,
2: the magnet to go like, wait, no, I just picked oh, you up. Yeah, the, the, the magnet crane in this is the most malicious character because it's just like, my function is to shovel you to your doom and like, God help me, I'm going to do it.
1: So then he, the magnet goes, finds them, picks them up again, puts them on the thing and they all split. And he's like, God damn it, I just went to go pick you up. So now his entire like mo is to just try and find them, just ramming through piles, trying to get them. Yeah, like it's the weird. the toy. The toys got the appliances are you know. constantly just like, "Must well, we're over here, but we have to like lay still,
2: so he doesn't think that we're just moving appliances." I don't know why, but the mag the, the magnet crane made me think personality wise of the of the the glove from Yellow Submarine. I don't know that one. Oh man, no, no idea. Well, we're doing that one at some there's, point.
1: There's the, there's the really interesting point where they have where they're just like, they see the master and they're just like, okay, all right, lay here. And they lay and the master kind of walks and walks past and they just, it's the magnet yes. again. And they're just like,
2: run! Yeah, I, I, that, that, that junkyard scene, I kept hoping that like that would just become the junkyard scene from Full Throttle, like that's going on in the background somewhere. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so then we have the scene where just now the magnet is just gone screw it i'm catching everything you're all gonna jumping everything on this on this this the little conveyor belt yeah and it's just like all right we're done you're you're on it you're on it i don't care and in this particular case just the masters over there just going like oh hey look my blanket oh hey my radio awesome it's all the stuff that i didn't have before sweet and the, the magnet is just like fuck you yeah. too I don't <laughs> care well, I will murder per- <laughs> a human well he pretty much just grabs everything and the master being an idiot is just like no my vacuum I'm like, gonna hold on to this you're about to be die like leave it, let it go <laughs> so he drops it and the only one not captured is the toaster who right. sees this and sees the master also get dumped on the conveyor belt and it's happening and the conveyor belt now slows super slow yeah well well, uh, yeah which you, the master should have obviously been able to jump off the conveyor belt but there know. should be someone but watching, something like, was on his arm and oh. his
4: back
2: and uh, his back. again the master like this guy is willing to like kill himself to save these appliances that he kind of remembers I'm like, I'm, if I'm, if the moment I hit that conveyor, but like, what? Wait a second, what is happening? I'm and, getting off that.
1: But now we have the penultimate scene, the oh point where he goes God. from simply a toaster. To the hero? To the hero. To the, the brave, brave little, little toaster. toaster. Where, yeah. Where he's just like, I'm on top of this pile. I don't know. Things are happening. Oh, there's oh, some gears. Let me just...
2: Sacrifices <laughs> himself honorably to save his daimyo, uh, master. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so he gets all messed up. Master's hand does not get crushed. He is like, not made his into girlfriend. the machine. like, what are you
2: doing? Come on, we gotta go. Like, I just about died. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then we have a cut to dorm time and here's all the stuff in the
2: dorm hey. and and he cred. fixes the toaster. And, and he fixes the toaster and credits. And then you got to cut over to their new their new appliance friend the like the like vaporizer. <laughs> 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 Ooh, come on, that that, that could have been brave little toaster too and it's like you get like Cheech Marin to be the voice for it. <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, how's it going?
1: So, and that is the Brave
2: Little Toaster. Yeah, that's what happens in this movie. And, wow, and everybody got toasted.
1: It's, it starts slow, but I will say, going back to it, I was very glad that I
2: did. Yeah, uh, I, I'm glad I finally saw this, and it was like, because I, I kept hearing about it, and I had seen the Worthless, like, video before, so I was like, oh, wow, this whole movie is just like a bummer. It's a bummer, but it's really... It's it's bizarre, but it's good. It, it No, this is a good movie. I would just say, like, I, I think I, if I was to re-edit it, I could cut, like, a full, like, 20 minutes out of this movie. I think as a first viewing,
1: it's... It, definitely, if you're thinking about going back to it, going back to it is just kind of like a, oh, I forgot that, or oh, right. it still hold like that that holds up, or you know, you're just like oh, the animation still pretty is re- still really good. Yeah, no, it looks good. Um, mm-hmm. As a new one, like it's maybe a little bit less because it's just like you, the mis- nostalgia is not there, but it's still interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, we just
3: buried the cat. Oops. Yeah. Uh, what about you two over there? Um, I say I, I'm in the crowd of coming back to it, and I just I was just struck by the darkness of it yeah like i did not re- i mean i remember it being kind of sad but like bleak, bleak. yeah that's a, that's a good just, way to put like, it in the, like into the deepest recesses of like nihilism and like the loss of like meaning and everything was just holy fuck well that's, that's what I'm saying. it's it's a requiem like, for a dream ouch. for appliances
2: <laughs>
0: exactly it's exactly well, I, what i mean it's and
2: i think that's what i was saying earlier. like the the weird starkness between like a, a movie like this now would be dark in the service of, like, tackling with issues that, that some, you know, the audience would face. Whereas dark movies and uh, animated kids movies in the 80s were just like, uh, yeah, just death and nihilism. They're like nothing in particular, just that. Just, yeah, exactly. They're like ramming it down your throat, too. Oh
1: boy. Now it just seems like the constant stream on it was just the, the constant antagonist was obsolescence. Yeah. Yes.
2: No, you're absolutely it's right. It's very existential, like...
3: <laughs> so that's what it gets down to. It, like, is, it is a kind of almost emotional critique and, of
1: planned and, obsolescence. And maybe maybe that's part of, and the, like... capitalism. The, maybe that's a weird part of why it holds up, because it's just... If we want to drive, like, a really dark, depressing, like, parallel, it's just the fact of, like... What is my purpose? What am I here for?
2: It's, it's, it's a weird yeah, you, you, existential. You Serve butter. It's it's, it's it's like
3: that. I just that's what I thought. That Rick and Morty scene with Rick and the little <laughs> butter serving robot. Like, oh my god, oh, <laughs> it boy. holds up even now, and, the, and you can just see the
2: direct link. Yeah. So uh. this is this is the first uh, Jean Paul Sartre like existential <laughs> mo- kids movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much. Uh. But that's what makes it so.
3: Like lasting, it has that just endearing message. Not endearing, enduring, <laughs> enduring it's, message. It's just, just, just depressing.
2: I, I can't. But it I, works out. It works out. But I'm yeah. like, i like, I I can't speak to this have cause I'm not seen as a kid. But were there kids? They gather like, yeah, it was fun. And they'd be like, oh, <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, because <laughs> like, when you're a kid, you don't get a lot of the dude, underlying message. You
1: get the spookiness. You get yeah. the
4: spookiness. But like and the movie the f- ends, and- I guess. And I don't know. The movie is fun to watch when you're a kid. Because, like, I saw the movie several times growing up because we had it on VHS. Oh, okay. I watched it a lot. So I, (laughs) I remembered almost every single scene in that movie. And... I mean, yeah, I remember the the freaky part with the clown, and there is the part where they're in the part shop, and I remember that being scary. But then I always, like, the beginning, oh, it's happy, though. It's okay, because they find him, and they get to be with him. But now as an adult, obviously, it's just like, wow, I didn't realize how dark how... it was. Like, I mean, yeah, I remember the scary bits, but it actually being overall dark, yeah, that I didn't get until now that I'm older. I
2: I also like that you you had the VHS of this, something which is now
4: worthless.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Ha! Your your obsolete VHS. Well,
4: considering when the movie came out, yes, I would have had it on. I was playing
1: Brave Little Toaster
2: on my Betamax. (laughs)
4: Worthless!
1: Okay. Um, Don't start a singing career. I (laughs) would. Jesus. (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> Don't quit your day. Hey, you Martin, done. every finger's a middle finger today.
2: <laughs> um,
3: hey, man, I'm still recouping from our Starship Troopers Chronicles <laughs> episode.
1: I have
2: a lot of pain. I dropped tatters.
1: Oh, God. Don't um, worry. While you were gone, we only made
2: fun of you a little. Of course. <laughs> the, um, I, what? Yeah, the, uh, this, so this movie, like, I think I remember I, I I got the same sense from this that like like I saw a Secret of Nim as a, as a kid and I remember something similar like I wasn't like like jazz watching that movie It was like that movie is really good but it, it even it, it ends on a very like bittersweet kind of note so that's what it felt like in this there's no return to st- like to stasis in this movie I, I, what is the literary term for it like a movie like a movie like this where it's like they be or a, a story is a structure where they have a a beginning, and it's like the situation, and the journey is, like, is some, something changes, the character's journey, and then we'll take them back, like, they, they fix the thing that's wrong. Well,
1: they fix the thing, which is Master's not there, well, and they now were, they're
2: back. Yeah, but it's like, they're not, like, their life has changed se- since then. It's not like, they haven't, like, defeated the evil bad guy, and then, like, they go back to the fairy tale world. It's like, things are different now. It's kind like, of like Toy Story, like that. Yeah, I mean, they made, they made life better. Like, for themselves. Conceivably. Yeah. Uh, until, like, the like, he moves his dorm room, and he's like, I'm going to chuck this ancient vacuum. <laughs> and then they get
1: to really experience, and now it's the second scene. Well, as we mentioned, there are two, mo- oh, two follow-up movies. And they're apparently not good. Well, I don't know anything about the follow-up oh. movies, but just by the name of themselves. Uh, they don't inspire they confidence.
4: so long after the original came out, though. Like, I never even heard of them when they came out. Yeah,
1: they were out. done in the late 90s. What? Yeah. Is Lovett still on board? No, no. Uh, Uh, The only person that I noticed that was still on board from the original was the lamp.
2: Weird. Okay.
1: uh, It's the brave little toaster to the rescue, made in 1997, and the brave little toaster goes to Mars, which we mentioned.
2: Okay. Oh, you remember that scene from uh, The Martian, Matt Damon as a toaster? (laughs) If only they made that reference. Oh my oh. god. That would have been that would have been amazing. There's I, like Matt Damon like trapped in Mars the talking toaster. <laughs> I would watch that movie. Oh my god. We we didn't even talk about so like one of the things that is disturbing in this movie is just the faces. Yes. Oh my god. The, the toaster the makes some like very emotive faces in this movie. I was thinking of the the faces in um...
3: Uh, in the parts shop of some of the appliances oh made. yeah like well, especially that overhead lamp
2: especially the reason your lamp is Peter Loray well, and it's like I'm here to light yeah. the way <laughs> they, they were it so
4: they look like the actor they were trying to pretend yeah. he was basically so I, like in Looney Tunes <laughs> they did that too with him
2: I like the two I like the like the two women who are a sewing machine yeah that that was, that was funny and I, I don't know why that was too, like I, I've never thought about sewing machine as two distinct entities that was odd to me. So
1: um, one thing I, I'm seeing here, actually, a lot of the main cast stays for the for the follow ups. Huh. Toaster huh. stays the same. Lampy stays the same. And uh, Kirby stays stays the same. Kirby. The, the, the aka the vacuum. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good.
2: The only ones that change is the radio. Because why would John Lovitz do that? I've, um, got make, like, I've got to like it's eighty seven. I've got a I've got a couple of years, and I got to make uh, my stepmother as an alien. Yeah, and uh, Blanky changes obviously because the kid had grown up. Oh boy,
1: uh, and was a different actor for that, who has gone on to far more things than the, than than oh, the original guy. That's good. I'm glad he's working. Yeah, he was part of Santa Claus two and three. So there you go. <laughs> Okay, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> um, and beyond that, uh, that's all I can think to say about The Brave Little Toaster. It, uh, I think it does hold up.
2: I think it holds up. Uh, this
3: movie has a lot of pathos in it, and it's depressing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would agree with that assessment. It holds up. The animation's a treat. If you get the uh, high-quality version, the, um, the orchestral track is lovely to listen to, and... It's going to uh, put you in an ex- ex- existential crisis
1: <laughs> and uh unlike some of uh of Eric's friends, maybe don't go see hi <laughs>
2: <laughs> too late yeah no, I, I know I know I know some friends went there uh with after some after enjoying some brownies and uh they had a hell of a time with it apparently <laughs> <laughs> Sabrina, what they you were song? they got they uh-huh. said like oh we got to the like, the worthless song and we were like horrified. <laughs>
1: It's going to come at me. It broke the screen part way through. They were just like, oh my
2: god. <laughs> All right.
1: Uh, well, I think that'll take care of us for Brave Little Toaster. Yeah, well, hold yeah, on. Sabrina boy. has contributed some oh.
4: thoughts. Yeah, I did.
2: Oh, wait. Yeah, you yeah, did. she told us about it. She she had it as a kid on you know, Betamax or whatever. <laughs> oh, shit. The is kicked in. <laughs> she
3: she, she, had, she had the tablets, which are now worthless. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. For some reason, I... Yeah.
4: Tablets? You know.
1: I'm just saying, like, way back when.
4: You mean VHS? Yes,
1: the tablet. What the
4: hell is a tablet? I'm just
1: making up old I th- I technology. Thought, I thought he was thinking ahead to Gargoyles. <laughs> I, I just want to think ahead to Gargoyles. Yes. So which, which but first, we have
2: to uh, get... So Gargoyles will be two episodes from now. Yes. Ah, so yeah. in a couple of weeks, next week will be my pick. Your pick. What have you got, sir? Uh, I have chosen a very obscure <laughs> G- Jesus, British miniseries. series. right, it's obscure. Uh, it's yeah.
1: good, though. It's uh, it is called Ripping Yarns, and-, and and let me go ahead and give the episodes for you. So it's going to be uh, <laughs> the Curse of the Claw, episode number six. The testing of Eric Othwald, Othwait, Othwait, which is episode two, and then uh, Winfrey's last case, si- season two, episode one.
2: Yes, uh, this. These like I I had to struggle to pick the 3 for the show because I love like I love these um, if you want some British-ass british ass british yeah, humor it's it's uh, it's it's so it's like brute it's dry <laughs> it um, is as british as it gets but but it means the performance performances by like is Michael Palin is the main guy so you know yeah, famous famous python famously cool guy loves doing nature documentaries um he is the main character in all of them and sometimes plays multiple characters.
1: And and just like with Brave Little Toaster, it's a comedy?
2: <laughs> it's a com. Oh, it's a comedy. <laughs> Come on. I, <laughs> for, what, I it's
3: more comedy than <laughs> Brave Little Toaster. We it in that it's, yeah. episode.
4: It's okay. one
1: joke spread amongst 20 minutes. Okay, let's okay. save it for
4: that. the next all episode. Right.
3: We'll go ahead and
1: take it that So uh, first off, I want to go ahead, uh, thanks to the panel for coming in and talking uh-huh. to Brave Little Toaster.
2: Talking Brave Little Toaster. Uh, brave Little Toaster. But
1: most of all, I want to go ahead and thank all of our fans that listen in to all of our crazy talk over here. Uh, and and our brand new, very generous Patreon subscribers. Yes, so you can go over to Patreon uh, slash uh,
2: Patreon.com slash <laughs> Patreon. The, the entire Phoenician, like, civ- ancient civilization sends us their regards. <laughs> yeah. They love this <laughs> And <fun> five dollars, <laughs> how nice of them. Yeah. No, Which, it's, by the way... is going to be my clown's experience. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
1: Money well spent. <laughs> yes. So if you want to help us register more awful domains, uh, you can go over to Patreon.com/satfriendsclub. Uh, there are perks for this. We do release uh, pre-show discussions with all of our just before we record banter. All the
2: things not fit to print. The things yes. that we
1: can talk about, even though sometimes we have to remove the stuff that are illegal to talk about. It seems. Um, and also, we do have a uh, a Discord chat. So if you join in, you can actually be part of the Saturday Friends Club Club Club. Uh, Where you can join in, and we are there, and we will chat and talk and get your impressions, get your feedback, anything you'd like us to cover. The Um, the image of the Saturday,
2: the image of the Saturday Friends Club as a treehouse is just further. I love the idea that we're also now on the internet. Like it's just like, what the fuck is the internet?
3: (laughs) It's It's a tree in the clouds. (laughs)
1: It's, it's yes it's it's much like uh Gargles is going to be the treehouse exists above dun, the clouds dun, and then dun, we, dun, dun, commander Riker. yes we're we, <laughs> we are all waiting for that uh all right, so that'll take care of us uh if you're listening to us on iTunes on wherever you're picking up and there's some means to leave us a rating, please do so that keeps us up there makes more people find us so that they can uh they can enjoy more of our d- deep discussions of things olden. Uh, and beyond that, that is uh, that is it for this week. We All will right. catch you All next right. week with some British ass comedy. Uh, Till well, then, sleep well, why? <laughs> boy. Uh, sleep uh, sleep well, everyone. Good night Worthless. and good luck. Goodbye. Tip your waiter.